Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business show. I am your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. Jeremy Murphy, he is my guest. He is a regular on the Price of Business, by the way. Uh, I uh, Last month, you had kind of an insane month. You weren't able to join us. And it's cool when listeners say, hey, when is Jeremy going to be back on? Indicating they're, they're not, I'm, we're not the only ones who are missing you, Jeremy. So uh, welcome back to the show. Former CBS uh, Vice President. Uh, really one of the smartest people I know and the, one of the funnest people to talk to when it comes to all things media. He's written a, a fantastic book that is both hilarious uh, but poignant and powerful as well. Uh, before we get started uh, with our topic today, why don't you tell us a little bit about your book? And as always, welcome back to the program. Thank you for having me. Um, it's a humor book. It's called F Off Chloe. And by Chloe, I mean millennials and Gen Zers in the workplace. And it's a, it's a book about, it's a humor book about the clash between this new breed coming into the workplace and people who have been there, you know, veterans. And I find great humor in that culture clash. So I said, this is a book. Yeah, absolutely. And it is. And yes, I know your primary attention was uh, everyone needed a good chuckle. We all need a good chuckle, especially when we look at how abysmal media is in general. Uh, but, I mean, there's some pretty powerful stuff in there to make me think about problems that are ubiquitous in both media and the larger culture. It's a cool book, which we make uh, we make it very clear how people can learn more about it whenever you're on. Um, people just need to go to priceofbusiness.com, look for your interview there, and uh, it'll click straight to, to a link that includes your uh, information on your book. All right, speaking of ubiquitous media problems, um, how's that for transition? Uh, Rupert Murdoch uh-huh. uh, was uh, was uh, testifying recently about uh, the bad boy behavior going on at Fox News has become pretty pretty common. Where uh, you know he he basically, as you were pointing out during the break, he basically threw his uh, media team, his anchors under the bus. Why don't you set the stage further for us? Yeah, so Dominion, um, which uh, made the voting machines uh, that um, Trump attacked as, you know, um, fraudulent and switching votes to Biden, um, they sued uh, News Corp for uh, Fox News uh, basically promoting the theory. And it's been in courts for a bit now. They're doing depositions. And the lawyers from Dominion, their discovery, got lots of texts and emails that, be, that show some of their most pro- high-profile anchors knew that this wasn't true, but they were uh, in many different ways uh, promoting the fact that, or not the fact, but uh, suggesting it was. And Rupert uh, mm-hmm. testified, not testified, he gave a deposition, and he basically confirmed that, which is their whole case. I was shocked that he uh, base, he he gave them everything they need, and you know this is kind of um, this is a killer for a company. You know they're going to get oh, like a billion dollar, if not more, and you know that's a yeah. lot of uh, that's a lot of cash. <laughs> I think they're shooting for five, aren't they? Five billion is what Probably. they're what they're. Yeah, and uh, I'm not sure if they'll get all of that, but they'll they'll be in the billion billion league, don't you think? I do, and I also think that they're not going to take a settlement. They want this in court. You know, oh, they want Fox. as much exposure. They're doing this more to expose Fox than they are uh, for money, I think. 
Because I don't think they were that hard hit. The vast majority of election people looked at it and said the entire fake news narrative is just that, a narrative, and a, you know, a bad story. And I, I don't think they were that badly hurt. Uh, I, I think they're more into it for exposure uh, of uh, Fox than they are even for financial, although they'll certainly cry all the way to the bank. Yeah, you know, and what Fox has to worry about is um, uh, punitive damages, where a jury can basically, um, for pain and suffering, award them however much money they want to. And, you know, you get this in front of a jury, um, th- there's something to worry about. Like, you know, if they got a $5 billion judgment, you know, News Corp could probably swallow that. But, you know, it's no secret the Murdoch children hate Fox News. They're embarrassed by it. Uh, fa- fa- the father loves it. It's a cash cow. I mean, it's, ba- it's funded their, uh, you know, their trust funds and their retirement. I mean, the, the family has billions and billions of dollars because of Fox News. But th- the kids don't like it. And, mm-hmm. you know, when, when Rupert eventually passes, the, the question is, is this worth keeping? Because obviously now it's a liability. Um, and also, you know, mm-hmm. this is like, a, this is, this is going to be a feeding frenzy. You know, if they see, if people see that, you know, uh, Fox lost or paid out, you know, this is just starting. Yeah, yeah. This goes back to an interesting topic that I keep saying you and I need to have. We need to plan on having it, which is Murdoch world. You know, we talk about Trump world. Well, there's Murdoch world. And it's really very eclectic. You know, you've got incredibly reasonable and prestigious and highly respected publications like the Wall Street Journal in his universe. Uh, And then you've got uh, Sky News Australia. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on the complete opposite end of the spectrum, uh, which almost reminds me of a, of a Newsmax. Yeah, it's actually worse, if at all possible, than Fox News. And then you've got a, a, just a plethora of companies in between, and it just you know shows how economic-driven and not ideologically driven this was. Now, the worst thing that can happen in a, in a legal case is that your team knows, your defense team rather uh, doesn't know what your answer is going Going to be, uh, and I can't imagine the kind of lawyers that uh, Murdoch hired did not know he was going to answer the way he did. And I don't know, if, you know, and, and that happened probably because uh, they didn't want to make the situation worse. Where uh, they may even know there's a smoking gun out there that uh, they know they they know that he uh, knew. Uh, and it'd just be better to you know make that clear. Uh, take that apart. Your thoughts. Well, I think he stepped in it, Rupert. I, I honestly don't think he meant to say what he did, um, but I think the Dominion people have very, very good lawyers, and they probably um, trapped him, or, you know, they didn't give him a way out. He had to answer it. Um, but, you know, that made headlines around the world. Uh, and so I think he, 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 he didn't mean to say what he – I mean, I think he was telling the truth, but I don't think he meant to. <laughs> I think he, it was just um, good lawyering that uh, got it out of him. And, you know, Rupert is not the best witness. I mean, I keep remembering um, that commission in the U.K. when uh, uh, News Corp tabloids were revealed to have been hacking uh, e- uh, voicemails of celebrities and politicians. And, uh, and royal Corp, family and, members. Yeah. So, um and you know they uh that was very very serious they they kind of got out of that 
Uh, but I remember Rupert testifying, and he uh, it didn't go over well. <laughs> Someone tried to throw a pie in his face, and Wendy Wendy Murdoch came up and like just punched the guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she was she's a tough lady. I'm telling you. Yeah, I, I, in spite of the fact that it, it could have been far worse, it did lead to essentially the end of News of the World, if I recall. Didn't it fold immediately yeah. after that, somewhat directly yeah, related to all that? You know, he believed, but, you know, he, they don't do stuff out of goodwill or altruism. You know, there was a tax, there was some kind of benefit to folding that. Um, I don't think yeah. he did that just out of uh, remorse. But And, you know, the Rebecca Brooks, the, 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 the fiery redhead, who uh, engineered that whole thing, you know, she kind of uh, got put out to pasture until the, the heat settled and then they brought her back. She's back. <laughs> so yeah, like, yeah. really paid for this. Yeah. Interesting. So, um, so wow. And you're right. I mean, I, I can imagine them walking out of the courtroom and Murdoch asking lawyers, well, that one, our saying to the lawyers, that went well, didn't it? <laughs> Well, you know those people. Well, well, we'll we'll have to talk about that. Yeah, no, they they, they live in bubble world. I mean, the the uh, series Succession and HBO is basically about the Murdochs, and Rupert has has set up this competitive tension between his kids. On it's kind of like a bake off of who's going to get the reins. And at any time, each kid thought they were going to get it, and then something happens, and then they're out of favor. Um, so it's really a very dynamic. Uh, family situation, but there's, you know, it's bubble world. They, they have no idea what real life is. Uh, you know, they all have their own private planes and billions of dollars. And, you know, this is all chess match to them. You know, they don't understand yeah. uh, the, the real world. Um, Rupert does, I think, because that's why he's successful, because his, his tabloids really play to the everyday person, you know, who just wants mm -hmm. the force of the baseball game or gossip. Um, I don't think the kids have any clue. Yeah. Yeah, they were, they were raised in a very different world than Rupert was. Yeah. Rupert's much more uh, rough and tumble in his background. It's just typical of multi-generational wealth, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, the kids, um, you know, they're going to, you know, once Rupert passes, I think they're going to sell most of it. I think they're going to just uh, uh, sell it piece by piece. I mean, you already saw they sold the uh, the movie assets to Disney. Yeah, and um, you know it, it's it's interesting you, you brought this up because um, I'm fascinated that they they have let the Wall Street Journal they've left it alone because that to this yes. day that is one of the best reported news organizations. I mean, it is solid. I think it's on. I, I honestly think it's better than the New York Times. Um, wow. And I'm shocked that, you know, Rupert hasn't really gotten in there and tinkered with it and made it a little more sensational. Um, and it's kind of a, a credit to him that they kind of put that in a silo because everything else is, you know, it's kind of toxic. <laughs> Yeah, that is a really good point because I will say that when uh, he bought it, uh, when he bought the journal, Wall Street Journal, I was pretty nervous. <laughs> I was, I was particularly uh, <laughs> optimistic about that. It's like no oh, one really was because yeah. he does not have a track record. Um, you know, he makes these promises. Oh, and we'll have an independent review commission. He doesn't honor any of that. Um, yeah, but 
the the Wall Street Journal, I think, you know, at heart, he's a businessman. And I think he saw that if he did tinker with it, you know, if it's not broken, don't fix it. Right. And it wasn't broken. So I think he was smart enough to say, you know what? The reason I bought it is because it's valuable and it's prestigious. I'm going to keep it that way. So we'll definitely have a follow-up when we get to see uh, how these uh, uh, end up, uh, you know, adjudicating what, what, what kind of penalties are, you know, I, I'm pretty much sure that they're done. They're going to be, they're going to be fine. And they're going to have to pay something. I mean, he essentially, oh, yeah, there's sure, a, here's a smoking gun. <laughs> you know, it's just a question <laughs> of how much. Exactly. So, What's that? Uh, yeah, they're, they're going to whip out the checkbook. I mean, Dominion, I, I, they're going to get billions. I mean, I think oh, it's yeah. just a matter of how many. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to start having suitors from people who never even cared about politics. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> you're, going start getting, you're going to start having Google and uh, all these other tech Hey, would you be interested in selling? But uh, let's talk real quick. With this a couple of minutes left, talk real quickly to, uh, about your thoughts about what happens to these journalists, these anchors at Fox as a result of this. I mean, to me, it, I can see – you know, repercussions from them wanting to leave to, uh, you know, to find, find another network to credibility problems across the board. I don't know. I mean, your thoughts. I think they have a, I think they have the stink on them uh, that they're not going to get another uh, national platform unless it's a Newsmax or an OAN. Um, you know, uh, Judge Jeanine Pirro is, she's obnoxious. Um, I loved it when Saturday Night Live spoofed her. Um, you know, uh, they, they just were so like Maria Bartiromo. I don't know what happened to her. I mean, I remember when she was on CNBC and they used to call her the money honey because she was so like, she she was, you know, captivating and fun and objective. And it's almost, they drank the Kool-Aid and they're not objective. And I just don't know where they're going to land. There's really not a, a, a big market for them, especially if they are, um, you know, if, if they're cited in something like this, you know, news, no news organization is going to want to touch somebody to, because of their actions, their parent company had to pay billions of dollars. Yeah. You know, that, that's yeah. not something you come back from. Yeah, I think I think you're probably right. With where everyone who was still credible uh, has already left. Shepard Smith, yeah. uh, Chris Wallace, those guys have already you know, <laughs> they built out of that ship uh, long before now with, with mixed results, uh, but still they'll, they'll probably have a sense of relief to be out of uh, that place. And all these people I'm talking about, with the exception of uh, Megan Kelly, who was also kind of weird, uh, but uh, not as weird as some of the remaining ones. But the Chris Wallace's again, you know, he, Shepard Smith, those people uh, left as gadflies at Fox. They were disgusted with them because of how friggin' normal they were. <laughs> but but hey, you guys way, are too normal. Can you move on? <laughs> I mean, let's not cry for these people. They're very well paid. I mean, like you know. Oh yeah. That, that's kind of like the the the, um, the holy grail for um, you know for for uh, conservative. Uh, pundits and and journalists and and politicians that a, a show or a gig on Fox News is very very lucrative. Um, you know they're making millions of dollars. So you know you know, you know Hannity can Hannity can go cry in a big bag of money. Yeah, yeah, must be nice. All right, uh, did you give your website? You have a website? Did I hear that? 
Yeah, it's JeremyMurphy.com. JeremyMurphy.com, by the way, he is a PR specialist extraordinaire, which should be a big surprise to absolutely no one from hearing this interview. Jeremy, always love having you on. Can't wait for uh, your next visit. Yes, absolutely. Can't wait. I'm Kevin Price. This is The Price of Business. Stay tuned for more.